Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we help you break down the art and science of storytelling. This podcast is a six-second stories production. Six Second Stories is a video marketing agency that tells heartfelt stories to help you maximize your impact and inspire action in minimal time. Check out more about what we do at SixSecondStories.com. Hello, all my compelling storytellers out there. Today's episode of the Storytelling Lab is a special episode from our Health and Happiness Storytelling Series. This story is another one that came from our Mental Health Storytelling Night. And this was a woman around Durham that I had heard about. She had a conference called New Year, New You that some of my friends uh, in the community actually participated in. And her name, she went by the name of Doc Swiner. Her name is Dr. Nicole Swiner, and she is a family physician. And when I saw my friends participating in her conference, it kind of, it, it, you know, it brought her to my attention. And so I started following her on social media and seeing the things that she was up to. And what I really loved about her from the from the jump off is that I saw a lot of similarities between her and I, not because uh, she's a medical doctor, because that's what's different about us. (laughs) I don't think I could do that. But she was a person who was practicing what she preached. I mean, she helped people, but she helped people not by uh, putting herself on a pedestal, like looking down, like, you know, trying to help people beneath her, but by living and breathing it and being vulnerable enough to share her own experience with it. That's what I try to do is say, hey, look, I'm going through this stuff. Here's how I'm navigating it. I'm going to tell you about it. And I hope that it helps somebody out there. Like, that's my only goal. And she was doing that, too. But she was re- talking about something that's really a hot topic these days that, that is just starting to get talked about because the industry keeps it under wraps. She was talking about burnout and stress and anxiety from the medical field, being a medical practitioner or a healthcare provider. This happens with emergency responders, with nurses, with doctors all the time I've found out. I actually have a friend who is an MD who's trying to get me to come to her practice to to talk about sharing stories and how that helps people because 
they make them keep it under wraps and that is not helping anybody. And so these people are suffering. These people who work long, long days trying to help other people survive and be their healthiest selves. And so uh, Doc Swiner tells a story about when it all came crashing down for, for her. And she's also an entrepreneur and an author and she talks a lot about this idea of the superwoman complex and how it's just... You know, she tried to do it, and you can't do everything. Eventually, it will catch up with you. So this this is a really powerful one that I'm realizing, not just doctors and not just women, but a lot of entrepreneurs and anybody with ambition seems to be going through at some point. If you're not careful, you will burn out. It will overtake you. And I think Doc Swiner has a great personal story that shows how you can fight that. So here is Dr. Nicole Swiner, a.k.a. Doc Swiner, at our Mental Health Storytelling Night. Check it out, you guys. I hope you love it. Oh, my God. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. So I just want to let you know that we're taking a journey together, and we'll end up where we end up. Um, Thank you so much to Rain and to Lululemon and everyone who put together this event May, as he mentioned, is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I'm very, very, very um, glad that we are creating these spaces for people to come and speak openly and all that. I think what I'll talk about, I'll kind of focus-ish on two different things. One is honoring my mother, and number two, I think, will be, and my six-year-old is here in the crowd, so I'm going to try not to use too many words, but... How to, uh, <laughs> how to encourage women to go sit their ass down somewhere, okay? All right, number one, uh, May 1st is today, and um, my mother, it, as of May 20th, would have been 51 years old, excuse me, 61 years old, um, had she not succumbed herself to uh, the effects of depression and alcoholism. So that seems to kind of be a theme. Um, so I grew up... Happily, you know, I have another bro- have a you know brother who's six years younger than I am. Wonderful childhood, grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. Spent time in New Orleans, Memphis, etc. Wonderfully happy, dance team, cheerleader, all that good stuff. No idea this stuff was going on beneath the surface. God bless my parents for being able to, you know, I hate to say hide, but to shield us from that so that we could be happy children and grow up and be successful. But As I approached college age, as I went to medical school, I soon learned that this was happening and she was dealing with this. And because I was the budding doctor, you know, I was going to fix her. I was going to fix her, right? So I knew all these medical things and I knew about all these meetings and I was going to hold her hand and take her to places. But what I soon learned is that if that person isn't ready to change, there's nothing you can do about it. You can pray, you can go to AA with them, you can find the hidden bottles under the bed, you can throw the bottles away, you can shield your younger siblings, you know, from knowing what's happening, but um, she just couldn't kick it. Um, And so sadly, uh, during my second year of residency, I was here at uh, UNC for a family medicine residency, um, found out that it, you know, her liver just could not take it. You know, and so again, because I'm the doctor, I knew all the medical stuff. I knew what was happening. I knew how her organs were failing. I didn't really, didn't focus so much on the mental health piece until she was gone because I was so stuck in what's happening medically and how can I fix it and what medicine can we give her and et cetera. Um, But it's real and it's genetic and it's something you have to pay attention to. And so I think. Part of my ministry, part of my life, part of of my purpose is to be happy. (laughs) 
That sounds simple, right? But clearly in this world that we're living in, in the war, the strife, the discrimination, the inequalities, um, it's hard. It's hard. And so as a family doctor, I see it every day. I talk about it all the time. Um, people that come to see me at Durham Family Medicine, shameless plug, uh, <laughs> Broad Street, uh, people <laughs> got some of my people in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> Um, when I talk to women specifically, anyone, you know, in, in general, whether we're talking about your blood pressure, your COPD, your obesity, your diabetes, we're focusing in some way on mental health. Because when we get down to the root of it, stress, anxiety, depression, substance abuse, if we can rid ourselves of these things, then I can hopefully cut back on the amount of medicines I'm having to write every day, right? Um, so, fast forward. I meet the love of my life, Mr. Rick Swiner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got more applause than I did. <laughs> love of my life. <laughs> Who told me I uh, could not move to Atlanta because I thought Atlanta was the Mecca and that was where I was going to live and flourish and, you know, be around all these hip-hop stars and be wonderful and, and fabulous. He said, no, Raleigh-Durham is where we're going to be, so slow yourself down. Uh, met the love of my life, <laughs> had my first baby, uh, who's down the street at Empower Dance right now, dancing. Um, it's probably about six weeks, eight weeks postpartum, usual stuff, go back to work, get right back into the grind, see the patients, treat the people, make the money, treat the family, go home, cook, clean, not sleep, breastfeed, you know the deal, right? I'm like, this is what motherhood is, I'm fine, we're good, until I hit the floor, literally hit the floor at work, seeing a patient, holding my computer, stethoscope, doing fine, regular day, talking to the patient, get up, you know, I'm typing the notes, get up, okay, nice to see you, shake hands, leading her out the door. As she's walking out the door, my right arm goes numb, and my computer that I'm holding is sliding. I was like, okay, let me hurry and get her out of the room in case I, <laughs> I don't want her to see me pass out or whatever stroke thing is about to happen. Um, as soon as I ushered her out the door, I put the computer down and then noticed the right side of my face was numb. And then noticed I couldn't say words. So luckily, I'm in, the, I'm in the doctor's office, so I turned to my nurse who knew me very well and she looked at me and she was like, what's going on? And within five seconds, I was out. Still to this day, really have no idea what happened. I don't know if it was a migraine, you know, did all the stuff, went to the neurologist. They, as soon as they caught me um, on the floor, they did the EKG and all that, all the good stuff. Did the MRI, the neurologist saw me, et cetera. Migraine maybe, TIA, which is a mini stroke maybe, compressed nerve maybe. Long story short, everyone of course focused then on, are you taking care of yourself? Are you stressed out? Clearly, we knew what the answer was, but because I'm a mom, I'm a working mom, this is what I'm supposed to do, this is how life is, this is what my mom did, she made it all happen. My father said, my father, who isn't a man of many words, was very vocal, <laughs> even sent me an article he read on women in the workplace from Newsweek, and it talked about this issue of the superwoman, and I don't know if he meant that he thought I was the superwoman, or I was going to become the superwoman, and suffer these horrible effects medically, mentally, emotionally that come from that. But that moment was poignant. It, it literally was a life-changing moment. Um, and it caused my husband to literally tell me to sit my ass down somewhere, right? 
I was at home, I was doing all, I was running and moving and cleaning and cooking, and he said, stop, sit down, okay? So now I live that life, probably sit down too much, but I live that, <laughs> that life of trying to take the moments to slow down. <laughs> what are you saying over there? It was a get up, you're like, get up. <laughs> You told me to sit down. I wouldn't sit down. But, um, but no, sitting yourself down somewhere is literally the ministry that I preach now, the ministry of joy, the ministry of being happy, taking out time for yourself. As, as our, our previous spoke, uh, speaker mentioned, you will burn yourself out. You know, I've seen it happen in the doctor field. I've seen it happen with working moms. I've seen it happen with black women who are trying to save the world. I'm, I've seen it everywhere. Take the time to sit down and take care of yourself because the superwoman has both pros and cons. There are about 12 to 18 million of us that will deal with depression yearly. One of eight will be women. And so it's a very serious thing. There's more suicide now than ever. We really need to take the time to sit and enjoy and be with each other and be with yourself. So if you don't learn anything else tonight, take care of yourself. The doctor is, you know, forcefully telling you that if you don't deal with your stress, if you don't deal with your anxiety, if you don't deal with your depression, there are fatal outcomes. And so after tonight, go sit your ass down somewhere. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Thank you. My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please, please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow and that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab.